popping up. There you go. Your mic's on? I don't know. Hi, hello. Citations. <laughs> yeah, it's on. Awesome. Today I got um Mr. Mario over here. Hello, budget uh, artist. Salutations. Hi. <laughs> From uh, Reach Media. How you doing, yeah. man? I'm swell. I'm swell. Um, Sundays are like usually my like relaxed days. They're usually like the days that I just like stay home with my pajamas on. So yeah. I started my day a little late, but um, <laughs> I'm glad I came out here to have this little discussion and whatnot. Um, yeah, love the setup. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? You want to talk so, about something? I'd like to talk about just you. You know, Damn, just talk I'm about the Leo know. in me is kind of vibing right now. The, Le- <laughs> the Leo. <laughs> um, first of all, I I met this guy because um some shit that happened in the past, and he started following me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, Yasmin opened her shop, and then he pulled up. I think it was like the second or third day. Oh, uh, yeah, and the underground shop, Saturday. I don't remember the date specifically, but yeah. He pulled up, and I'm there, and, you know, with this damn mass shit, bro, I don't <laughs> recognize people, you know? And then, like, the thing that gets me is, like, I'm a big observer, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like if I see someone that looks familiar, all right, I'm going to keep glancing to see if it's the person that I think I know, yeah, you know? Yeah, like that at parties. You know, so <laughs> and then, yeah, and it turned out to be him, and then, you know, for the podcast, and now we're fucking here. Yeah, it's mad funny because, like, for a dumb minute, we had been, like, talking about the <laughs> idea of doing this shit. I remember you, you you reached out, and I was like, what? I was thinking about that. And then I just kind of, like, went on and did my own fucking thing and did my own other thing. And then you hit me up about a day, and then I, I was like, maybe next week. And then I'm at this fucking shop, and I see your <laughs> ass pull up, and I immediately recognize you. I got a whole fucking mask and a hat on, so obviously you don't recognize me. I had a trench coat on you, too. <laughs> me and my fucking weird outfits, right? And I'm just, like, I'm just staring at you, like, with the mask on. Literally, you can't see a damn thing. I'm just like... Yeah, word. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't expect you to be this damn tall. You know, I'll, I'll keep it a buck. You my know? um, my best friends are well. One of them is uh six foot six foot one, and then another friend of mine that I grew up with was six foot two. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever feel tall. Like yeah. anytime I'm with I'm, I'm with like a maybe a girlfriend at a time or a few acquaintances, they're always like, "Damn, dude!" And I'm like, "So, so I appreciate it. I just don't feel it tall." <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm glad we got to finally kick it in and do this shit, yeah. So um, I wanted to start off with this. How does it feel? Wait, so you have been on a couple podcasts? A few, yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, before I, I, I was on podcasts, I wasn't uh, a podcaster myself. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I want to get into that, though. But yeah, yeah. How were those other types of podcasts? So... What was your first one? Okay, so the first one was a small one with a friend of mine, and uh, he was trying to get it going, but it didn't really go anywhere. Josh just became hard drive uh, data that he just collected. I hope he releases things, but he he had a few uh, encounters where, like, with uh, not... Not necessarily cancel culture, but he no longer felt like he wanted to put himself out there oh, after okay. the situation. So he kind of just scrapped everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, thereafter, I worked with um, Three Shots Down by uh, Jules. Drew and um, his name is Jeff. Basically, it was a, a little thing where the first thing you do is take three fucking shots, shots back to back. Um, we got the choice. You got the choice. Yeah, we got so the choice. Like a whole cabin. No, no, no. We okay. went to a liquor store. Shit like that. <laughs> Ain't that cool? <laughs> um, but I uh, know he. Um, we got a. Uh, I think it was white rum. We we went on, and it was three shots of that motherfucking stuff. And then right after the three shots, they um, they just go into asking you some like really straightforward ass wow. questions, <laughs> like on the spot type shit. Yeah. And I remember um around that time, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was like <clears throat> November, maybe December. Um. But around that time, I I was like, 
trying to keep my livelihood in raps because the more successful I got into different venues and different fields, the more I didn't want things to intertwine. And a lot of people like to talk shit, even mm-hmm. if there's not shit to talk about. Word like, up, yeah, I, I yeah. personally, like, I'll, I'll get into it later on the topic of cancel culture or something I wanted to speak about. But um, I personally have never myself done anything that has implicated me, like anything, like, let's call it immoral. Um, but it could still stain you, even if you're, if you're a fucking company with one person who did something wrong and they apologize for it. It could really just keep going on after that. So for a while, I was just trying to be really low-key about everything I did just because it was COVID, you know, I mean, yeah. still is COVID, but mm. it was COVID and I didn't want to, like, even see more than five people a day, which is weird for me. Um, but... This here's this fucking podcast, and we just finished <laughs> taking three shots. I was with host Sway, Sway. Oh uh, yeah, he, him yeah, it, it was it was okay. me, Sway, and then the two guys that were hosting this shit. And um, so we're taking the fucking, yeah. we're taking, <laughs> so we're taking the shot, ugh, the shot, ugh, the shot, and then we're like, oh man, this fucking hit, and immediately, and wait, hit fast, yeah, and immediately the okay. first thing they say is, ah, oh, fuck, what was it? Oh, so sway, um, what is it about? And they said something really embarrassing, like it wasn't real, it was like mm. something like, like um. Uh, what is this one? Uh, like I heard that you got caught watching child porn. Some shit like that. it wasn't real. Like it wasn't even yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, an example. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah, shit like yeah. that. And and host was like, "What? I never did that." <laughs> and the moment I saw it, I was like, "Oh, these motherfuckers are gonna do some shit to me." <laughs> so um, the, the whole thing with that podcast was basically like making bullshit up, ma- making bullshit ass rules. Like uh-huh. we sent you the email, the rules through the email. And I was like, "Bitch, you never collect our emails. This is a cap." And so a half. like, it's like a joke type of thing. It was a joke podcast. Okay, so basically, okay. anytime that you ran into a topic that they planned ahead of time, mm-hmm. you you had to drink. For example, <laughs> uh, like if you spot if you spoke about real art and local music, host would have to drink because yeah. that's what his thing was. Uh-huh. So my two things were um, uh, basement show because that's where I started doing events and uh, drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they kept trying to egg me on in the conversation as i and as i told you i'm like not trying to speak about specific things yeah, sometimes yeah. and what so, they just kept so they just kept like I could, I could hear it i could just hear it they're like yeah so so you you know tell us something you know you uh you you like trippy vibes right and i'm like <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and like word and like you know you like psychedelics right i'm like yes and like they just kept egging the top mm-hmm. on and at some point like it just finally came out my mouth after like 20 minutes and I'm like just like drugs and yeah, <laughs> they're like oh you gotta drink <laughs> and everyone's like thank god we're dying to get you to say it so that was a fun time um <laughs> yeah. that was a fun time uh and then thereafter I just started running the my own podcast but it wasn't because like I wanted to like copy and paste it was because I'm an event coordinator uh-huh. and I don't do events anymore just because I don't want to be on the wrong side of history like personally if I really tried hard I can get 60 80 people minimum somewhere mm-hmm. and I don't have a control over that in the sense that if I want look at for example if you're a guitarist you're not gonna play half-assed right you're not gonna be like oh I, I can't make uh, I can't I can't make the best product because someone's gonna get offended or I'm gonna be yeah. in trouble so mm-hmm. I'm gonna play a shitty riff you don't do that if you have a craft you want to do it as best as you can especially and, in front of people yeah so i'm an event coordinator so the best thing i can do is make a lively and very populated party so my thing was i had a very big existential situation with covid because the better i did something the more crowded it would be mm-hmm. now it was like the more i do this the more likely i am to whatever maybe risk somebody you know maybe like just look wrong i work with clients like marketing like small yeah. businesses mm-hmm. so it's not just like I have a rap collective and a big house 
and let's just fuck it up in my house and then I'll just clean up after. It's a coffee shop, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's an ice cream shop. And like those people, like if they get caught up, I don't get caught up. I just shrug it off and go, sorry. They get fines for the storefront. They get, oh, you yeah, know, so yeah. I can't, it's not the same. In that type of, uh, yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same as other people that I'm friends with, like for example, Sway or Key, who can do things in their own liberties. I work with small businesses. Mm. And so I'm not trying to fuck anyone over just yeah. because I want like the ego or pride of making a pop and party. <laughs> and then not only that, uh, my closest friend, uh, my roommate, he has, excuse me, he has immunodeficiencies. So like immune immunodeficiencies, that means, um, if you have a very high case of asthma, if you have oh, a very okay. severe heart disease, which is, which is the, the applied <clears throat> problem. Mm -hmm. If you have like a very intense disease and you get COVID, it's 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 not even a gamble. It's not even uh maybe I'll be fine or oh, I should be fine. It's more like I'm probably gonna die. Yeah. So it's not the same to some people. Mm -hmm. I understand some people are you know healthy vegans. Others are you know they they live with just youngins and just themselves or you know some people just are e able to shrug it off. I honest I'm not here on my moral high horse to be like well, how dare you not do what I'm fucking doing. It's not how I work. <laughs> it's just um my case is I see my parents every week. I see my girl every week. And I see my roommate every single day of my life. Mm -hmm. And those people would be screwed if I did that. My girl is a culinary student. She goes to um, Institute of Culinary Education, which is nice. ice, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing is, like, if she gets COVID, she's fucked. Yeah, she has a school where she cooks. Yeah, she can't yeah. cook if she gets COVID. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. And that's why I just don't do the event stuff right now. So... I transferred my shit into podcasting because I can bring someone over who's a local business or an entrepreneur and be like, hi, here's your platform. Speak about your shit. Because <laughs> I can't just have 30 people at a time and be like, yo, come over here. It's uh -huh. late anymore. It's like the medium, I guess. Um, <clears throat> You speaking about that, I'll, I'll keep it a buck, man. I'll keep it straight up. Mm. We're totally two different people. I, I, can, I can see that. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's right. That's okay. I'll be honest, is. bro. I, I, I would throw a party with 100 people and I, I, I don't care. To Some, each their own, man. I, 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 I'm not here to be judgy at all. <laughs> I just um, I just have too much to lose. <clears throat> not even me personally. Like, if I got COVID, I just close my fucking door and just. Have you gotten COVID this year? I haven't, and you I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, honestly, you know what's really fucked up? When COVID first started, I got so like shadow banned by all my friends. What does that mean? Like, okay, have you ever like um have been on like Instagram or maybe YouTube and like, you get banned like online? So, okay. like, you can't correspond or interact with others. So, it's like a figure of speech, meaning, like, I got, I basically got the cold shoulder by everyone because I'm an event coordinator. So, everyone assumed, oh, that, so that, everyone, well, a lot of everyone assumed that I was going to be okay. the first motherfucker <laughs> okay, to get yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was like, it was like, um, I, I never really took it too personally, but it was really painful to see that shit. It was like, yikes, bro. Like, like I'm taking care of myself. And uh, people were just being like, no, nah, you're moving different. I don't really want to be around you, yada, yada, yada. Honestly, um, actually, my, my housing situation was the first case of it being, like, kind of iffy. I used to live in New Brunswick. Um, I was out in New Brunswick for four to five years. I'm originally from West New York. Oh, okay. Um, I went to Memorial, you know, shitty place, but I loved uh, the experiences I got there. But when I finally graduated from high school, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I went to Rutgers. Um, and I had a grand time in New Brunswick. It was a fucking great scene. I mostly didn't like party professionally. It was just kind of lawlessness. Mm -hmm. I was just really buck wild. Um, and then uh, I graduated 2019. And then I... Of college? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, I, if I may ask, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but, please. Um, under, like, what did you do? Uh, so I was a psychology major. Psychology, I want, wow. I, I still nice. want to be a therapist and all that, but um, uh, grad school does not get covered by financial aid. I... 
have to take care of my parents as is. Yeah. Like, I'm the sole provider, you know? So, and then not only that, like, it's just a lot of work to be done in this community, first and foremost. So, I'm focusing on getting my finances, like, super straight so that I can just go to grad school on a whim and not because I have to. Uh-huh. Like, if you're, for example, um, a medical student in a lot of fields, or, any, or let's say sociology even, if you go to these schoolings and you don't um, prepare for them, if you don't go to, like, a bachelor's, and then you go to a master's, or you don't go to a master's, you can't do shit with that degree. Mm-hmm. Like, a psychology especially, you can't do anything unless you go to grad school. And so what a lot of people end up doing is brown-nosing, kissing butt, like, begging, like, doing everything they want they can to get to grad school. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm not the kind of person to beg and brown-nose and Word finesse up. my way into anything. I want to do it because I want to do it, and that should be simple. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I have taken a pause in my education because I don't, want to live a life like that and i had options but i just don't want to like walk the line that's not how i do things um so yeah um i went to grad i went to brach uh, sorry i went to undergrad for psychology put a pause in my schooling and then i found myself doing events mm-hmm. it's a funny little story because i didn't really uh i i when i first graduated from 2019 Rutgers, i wasn't sure what i was going to do with my life because everyone makes it very clear that you can't just go with your life partying, you can't just be lit, you can't just have fun all the time. You're supposed to, you know, get a job, like, get a promotion, it's follow the be line. A fucking adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I, I remember when I first graduated, I was like, all right, I need to find the factors in my livelihood, my characteristics that, I, that don't help me and, like, eliminate them shits. So the summer after I graduated, I went straight up and, like, focused on eliminating what I considered my toxic traits. So the summer of 2019, I was so quiet. I was like, like, I was just in my house in New Brunswick. People would hit me up Friday and Saturday be like, yo, Mario, what are we doing? I'm in bed with my reading glasses on, reading a book. Like, I'm reading a book, dog. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing shit. Um, so I was forcing myself to stay indoors. Um, and honestly, it was a really awful fucking time. Like, I, I got into drug abuse. I was just home the whole time. I was just, re- like, literally did nothing with my life for, like, two to three months. Then um, at the end, I, um, uh, I remember a friend of mine was inviting me to a basement show. And he was like, yo, uh, I have a basement show coming. You should come through. And I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, sure, I'll figure I'll figure it out. And he was like, bet. A week later, he's like, hey, man, do you know where I could host a basement show? My roommates are, are <laughs> vetoing me. I'm like, well, this house used to throw parties, so I guess we could do it. It's also my birthday, so fuck it. He's like, all right, word. I tell everyone, yeah, there's going to be a basement show at my house. Everyone's like, yo, there's a basement show at his house for his birthday. Let's go. I was like, okay. So they come through. Long story short, because a lot a of lo- people. It's always pretty a pretty good amount of yeah. people. <laughs> um, uh, long story short, it was a super fun time, extremely chaotic, and 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 without giving you the details, because it's a long story, I can uh-huh. ramble for ages, and I have a bad habit of doing that. <laughs> yeah. So just long story short, it was a chaotic time, and it wasn't like, it wasn't fiscally positive. Like it wasn't like, yeah, we made bucks. It was like. Oh, the guy who had a breakdown because his speakers broke. So now he wants to go cry instead of manning the door. And then someone else manned the door that I don't know and collected mm-hmm. money for us. And I didn't get that money. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically the doorman had a panic attack because his speakers broke downstairs. And he left. I left my door unattended. That's and I asked him if he wanted to switch between us to man the door in peace. Yeah, He's like, no, yeah. it's your birthday, bro. Have at it. It's like, okay. At some point, yeah, I go down there. Good fucking job, right? Yeah, bro. At some point, I go down there and... There's no one there. And I'm like, there's just a bunch of people I don't fucking know just in my fucking hallway and in the basement. I'm just like, what the fuck happened? I find him like literally like freaking out. His friend's patting his back. Turns out, because I asked one of my friends, like, yo, did you see anyone like charge? He's like, yeah, this black guy named um, 
funny name. It was like so made up. Whatever. So made it was up. so ma- <laughs> it was so made up. Like it was so made up. Uh, it was like some shit like 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 don like some shit. I don't remember. Uh-huh. It was some bullshit. And I didn't know that guy. So it was like, oh man, this guy basically pulled up, saw there was no one here. It was like five for entry, whatever, whatever the fuck he made people pay. So after that, um, I I hooked up with this girl at that point, some shawty, and she stayed over for like three weeks. You know, me and my fuck boy shit. Um, she basically was like, hey, like, <clears throat> so where where are you in life? And I was like, honestly, like this party shit, I'm done. I'm retiring. Nah, bro, I don't think you're retiring. I, I think you gotta revive. And I was like, revive, dude. I'm, I'm like, I just turned twenty, fucking. 20, I was 22. I turned 22. I was like, I turned 22. Like, I'm trying to put that shit behind me. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, this is your, this isn't your fucking limit. This is your, your, your ass. This is your skill. And I was like, I'll think about that. <laughs> a week later, um, I used to have bonfires. Um, this was like before. Wait, COVID. did you have like a backyard or something? No. <laughs> um, do you know 83rd and Tonnelly Ave, where like Chuck E. Cheese and Planet Fitness is? Okay, yeah. Okay. Where Home Depot and Walmart. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So, so go to like the parking lot where. Uh, whew, you guys are gonna like me for this one. So go to the parking lot 83rd and Tonnelly. If you go down to the underground uh, uh, parking lot where Chuck E. Cheese is, and you go further down, and then it leads you to a fork in the road. You take a right. You cross the street, and there's a train tracks. You get on the train tracks and walk for like 20 feet, 30 feet, and you take a left. And there's a clearing in the forest. Yeah. You walk through that forest for five to ten minutes, and you'll find a campground. What? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And I used to host the bonfires out there since 2016 until 2020, which is COVID time. Nice. Yeah, it was really good times, and like you could fit easily a good hundred, hundred twenty people. There. And what, that amount of people would be over there. Yeah, I mean, and, like, uh, so it started. <clears throat> it started very humbly. It was me and a friend from college, and we're, he literally hit me up, and I didn't hang out with him at all during college. But at the end of college, he's like, "Yo, you look. I live in North Bergen. You live in Western. York. We should have like a bonfire." I was like. Okay. At first one was like literally just 12, 20 people. And then thereafter just multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. Uh-huh. So the one that I had this time, I got known for them. <clears throat> and um, it, it was a shame because even to this day, like like every now and then I'll hear someone say, yo, so when's the next bonfire? And I'm like, put your mask on and stay away from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Um, so whatever. So I had this bonfire shit and um, uh, I, some, I forgot what it was. Someone was like, yo, it's your birthday. You should have a bonfire. And I was like, like people just kept asking me mm-hmm. to throw my own birthday party. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So I would throw my own bo- my own bonfire. And uh, it was really successful, but it was the first one ever that I had a bunch of people there that I didn't even, like, know like that. Like, it was, like, at the end of the night, it was, like, 2 in the morning. I was dumb, drunk, and blasted. And, like, there's, like, at least 40 people left still. It was 2 in the morning. And you I was looking at any of them? Most, I mean, of course it did, but like not like that. Like, the, uh-huh. like the if, majority like, you didn't like know? if you were there, or like if um, Leo. I don't know if you know Leo. He was um the guy who has uh the Dead Man, Dead Man Inc. Okay. Yeah, like if Leo was there, like if like like if oh, I know Key kind of well, um, just like like if like you know if you go on your on your internet on your Instagram and you follow people that you know kind of but not yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, someone yeah, you, yeah. Sh- you share your deepest secrets with, uh-huh. bunch of people like that. Okay. And like they're having a good time, and like you know if I if I said cheers, they'd cheers me, but like. I was dumb, drunk, and, like, existential at the time. So I was just like, man, I'm alone. Um, and I remember thinking, like, this fuck, this is crazy. Like, why am I even doing this shit? And there comes CEO of Reach Media Marketing. <laughs> and I, I met him in, like, elementary school. Is this uh, Terry? Terry, yeah. Okay. I met him in elementary school, and um, I I went to middle school with him, and he was in track with me. I was varsity. He was, uh, he was a junior varsity. 
And basically, I, I knew him fairly well, but I hadn't kept up with him because I was too busy being a fucking party demon. Mm -hmm. So at some point, he like he basically came up to me. He's like, yo, what you're doing out here is crazy, bro. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, and he was like, yo, like not, not anyone can just tell people to go to a random fucking forest in the middle go. of nowhere and get trusted. Uh -huh. I was like, I don't know. I guess people just trust me. Like, I, guess. <laughs> I guess people just fucking trust me. He was like, look, we can use your reach. And I'm like, okay. And at the time, have you heard of Reach? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were doing small things, but uh, I liked uh, they were like they were like the first of our of our generation, loosely speaking, our generation, because like anyone between the ages of right now being like maybe nineteen twenty to like twenty five, I consider our, our age range. Mm -hmm. I'm twenty three, but you know, I don't know how old are you actually. If you don't I turned twenty three the Wednesday. I just passed. Ah, yes, sorry, we spoke about that. Happy belated. Thank you, um, thank you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I, I thought it, they were an interesting force, but I wasn't really, like, dying to jump anywhere because I just got out of college and I wasn't sure what I was doing. Yeah. But basically, those two uh, events kind of spoke to me louder than I wanted them to speak to me. I was just, like, in this place where I was like, I don't even want to do this shit. But both those, like, situations, people were telling me, nah, dude, you're really good at this shit. So I was like, all right, let's do events. Um, and I went out there and I started with the basement show scene. Have you ever heard of the basement shows? Mm -mm. Oh, fun. Okay, so... In the middle of New Jersey, there isn't really shit to do out there. If no, you're our yeah, age, no. there's not shit to do out there. Um, <clears throat> so what a lot of uh, people do, especially around college towns, like um, like obviously New Brunswick or, um, oh my God, Princeton. Mm -hmm. Colleges, like, like places that have colleges and shit. Um, what they do is they'll have like parties at like these houses like let's say like like houses like you know literally with like the roof and all that and they'll have musicians in the basement and it's a very diy scene um and honestly they inspired me a lot because i there's a lot of musicians out here a lot of rappers artists bands and stuff like that but there's not a lot of like devoted discipline mm -hmm. and i don't mean that in a like you don't do your job or your work right or you don't like you know make your music right it's just out there there's a, such an intense hunger that like not only would they still perform if it wasn't pay a paid gig but they'd still perform even if there was only two people in the sweaty basement <laughs> yeah. like it was really honestly it humbled the fuck out of me i stopped i stopped the um, Looking at things as in like, yo, why aren't there 80 people in this place? Uh -huh. Because of those that scene. So I started working with them out there in New, in New Brunswick because I lived out there another year. My lease didn't end until like the May 2019. No, May 2020. So I was out there. And um, I basically became an event coordinator. I worked with DJs. I worked with um, uh, artists and rappers and shit. And it was a really fucking fun time. It was basically what I did with events. And some events here, but out there, it was absolutely my law. Like, it was my house, mm -hmm. right? And it has its pros and cons. Pros are, if I want to get fucking high, I can get fucking high. If I want to get fucking zooted and do whatever the fuck I want, you know, it's it's my it's my rule. It's my territory. Mm -hmm. um, but the cons is, it's your property. It's mm -hmm. your place. Meaning, if you have 30 drunk motherfuckers in your living room and one of them headbutts that TV, it's There's your shit. No more TV. <laughs> yeah, so um, eventually the thing started getting really reckless. And the first time I saw it was Hostway's birthday party. Yeah? Hostway's birthday party, I think it was like late October or early November. That just passed? No, 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 2020. 2020, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry, excuse me, 2019. Because it was okay, like okay. the year before COVID yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my event stuff is before COVID. Okay. And when COVID happened, I like trickled it out and then got off. Okay, yeah. So um, basically... Uh, Hostway hit me up and he was like, yo, um, I'm trying to have a birthday party. I'm trying to host it somewhere. I figure you can do, help me do that because you you like, you like bask in like lawlessness. I was like, sure, man. Let's get it on. 
it was, it was so packed. It was like at least 120 people. Yeah. And and my my house is like a humble. Tra- it was like a humble trap house. Uh-huh. So it was like it was like it was nothing too crazy. It wasn't like wide as hell. It was like literally just a house. And I expected maybe 40, maybe 80 people. Motherfucker didn't even show up, and there was already 40, 60 people in my house. I didn't know most of them. I was like, hello, hi, welcome, haha. <laughs> And then at some point, I'm like, what the fuck is Hostway? He finally tells me he's here, and I see him, and I'm like, all right, let's so all those people were there first in him? Not everyone, but most, yeah. Okay. Like 40, 60, and then 120 came yeah, in total. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was fucking belligerent. So I basically, <laughs> I basically pulled up, and I go down to my basement, and... There was no room to walk. Uh-huh. It looked like a concert. She's it was like too, it right? was ridiculous. Musty. It was musty. Ugh. There was smoke. There was a oh. bunch of fucking people. <laughs> it was wild as fuck. And I was like, I was worried as hell. But at the same time, I was like, Yo, this is hilarious. Let's do it. That night was ridiculous as fuck. Ridiculous as fuck. I remember. Um, Did I you had. Say that's one of the craziest parties you've thrown. Crazy has a very large span. Like top it could be five, top three. Oh, definitely top three, top five. I'm <laughs> yeah, just saying, okay. like in what regard? Numbers wise, yeah, it was top two, top one for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> um, but like I've had parties that could have like ten people and were crazier because yeah. it depends on what happens. Uh-huh. Like you know, like if if you put five people in a room and they all take like three hundred UGs of something. <laughs> that's gonna be way heavier than 120 people just drunk. But whatever, yeah. that's not the point. So the idea was. I had this basement show, right? And it was it was belligerent. It was hilarious. I had um I had a shoddy there and we were in the basement, like just like driving out listening to music. And at one point while I'm dancing with her across the fucking basement, I see this motherfucking guy I know. And this motherfucking guy I know, I don't personally know. It was a guy that I was sharing a girl with. Okay. I used to be in an open relationship. Uh-huh. And um Without giving too many details because it's in the past and I don't want to like gaslight anybody. Um, I was with someone for a lot of years and then we opened the relationship to her request. Mm-hmm. And I was cool with it because I knew that we she didn't want like children or marriage. So I was willing to try it out. It wasn't originally my idea. But then once I got the ball rolling, I was like, fuck it, let's go and fuck, I guess. You know, was I was Was it fun? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. I would be lying to you if I looked in the eyes and said, no, I was scarred. It was struggling. <laughs> I didn't want any part in it. I Originally, it wasn't my idea, but mm-hmm. once it happened, it was like, what am I going to do? Just piss and moan? No, just you know, enjoy what you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a blast. Uh, if anyone is ever looking into trying to be polyamorous or open relationship, you know, and if you're curious about it, go for it. But make sure you're on the same page. And not only yeah. that, make sure you're ready for it because one day you're going to find condom wrappers and they're not going to be yours and it's going to hit different. So basically... <laughs> basically um i see the dude that literally is nailing my girl and i'm like yo why is homie here he has no fucking reason to be here and i i took it well it wasn't like i was like offended i wasn't drunk i wasn't gonna fight anyone but it was like so unexpected and shit so i'm dancing with this girl and i'm like yo um, with your girl no 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 no. okay this, with this, all girl okay, okay. No. She, she she would not pull up to my house party with a guy that's just straight up disrespect but basically um I was with a girl. I was with a girl. Uh-huh. I was with a girl. And I might go, a girl. And I'm like, yo. And I'm telling him, like, the guy that basically is with my relationship partner is here. She's like, oh, my God, really? I was like, yeah, bro. I'm going to go because I don't really want to be here right now. I got to go check on the, the bathrooms upstairs because the bathroom had a huge line. And we were 
Everyone in the house was taking turns checking the bathroom mm-hmm. line. I go upstairs, and I'm just manning the bathroom line. I'm just bulling and shit. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I could just avoid home. No big deal. Five, ten minutes later, I hear someone coming up the stairs. That someone's nigga pulls like, up, someone right? pulling up, and I hear someone open, as he opens the door, someone like, yo, where's the bathroom in this bitch? Opens the door and sees me and goes, oh, shit. <laughs> I look at him, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> and like, he's like, is this the line for the bathroom? I'm like, yes, it is. I'm just here manning the bathroom line. He's like, all right, word. Stands in front of me. Just standing there. We yeah, can't do yeah. anything. He's waiting for the bathroom. I'm manning the bathroom. So he starts having this, like, random-ass small talk with me. I'm like, man, I got to talk to this guy. Like, I had nothing against him. We had a lot of things in common. He likes One Piece. I like One Piece. He like trap music. I like Dark Trap, too. He was artsy. No big deal. I'm not, And I'm not, like, an easily confronted person. Like, I'm not going to have beef with you just because my ego hurts. Wear it out, yeah. But, um... The guy plowed someone I was with for, for like years, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's still a little. You, yeah, that type of emotion. Yeah, type yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, it, I get, it, so I get. So I, I was, I was like, trying not to be offended or iffy or negative, but at the same time, it, you, you, you can only go so far with things you care about. So I was just sitting there, just kind of like. <laughs> and at some point, um, uh, he he hit me up and he spoke to me. He was like, "Yo, man, so are we go, bro." I was like, "Yeah." Are we good? And he's like, yeah, bro. I, I don't mean nothing. This is your place. Like, I'm just here for Jose's birthday. I was like, word. Yeah, that's all that matters, man. No big if deal. If I may ask, is yeah. he physically different than you? Like, is he bigger? Is he smaller? Is he Height-wise, he's a little shorter. Is he uh, thicker? A little is thicker. He... But, um... Is he beefy? A little bit, yeah. A little. Yeah. I mean, not beefy as in, like, out of shape. Kind of like average weight. Maybe a little, a little huskier than average mm-hmm. weight. Um... I'm not really afraid of fighting. I used to fight when I was younger, so mm-hmm. I can handle my own. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't more of like I was intimidated. I just don't believe in violence mm-hmm. just because like, A, I'm worth too much. Like, I'm not going to end up in a law case yeah, where I have yeah. to go because of technicalities or a good lawyer. I got to pay some shit. I'm also not in the position to be looked at and questioned by authority. So I don't fight. But like if I had to, like if someone's trying to jump me, I can handle myself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't go out of my house without a weapon. I don't Good, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like not just like know how to fight. I don't know how someone who's like, oh please don't hurt me. Like But regardless, I it was my home territory. So there's no way that he was gonna win if he tried something. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even prepared to fight. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah. It was just awkward. That's all it was. How's it going? Um, but yeah, so the idea was here's man's looking at me in my in my fucking house and like we, he's trying to not make it awkward and it turns out he's a swell guy. We had a good conversation, no big deal. Some point there's a whole chaos going on in the in the whole house and I had to go check on it and he volunteered to check up on the bathroom line for me. Yeah. So swell guy, no, no problem, with, okay. no problem, okay. no problem whatsoever. It was pretty swell. There was no issues there, um, and I didn't hold him against anything. And even later on, really in, the, in their relationship, I never like questioned or judged anything about it. I just kind of. I, I, I never had a problem with him. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, party was crazy. Um, there's this uh, there's this guy that Hostway invited that was like a family member of sorts. He knocked out a dude in yeah. the party. He laid him out? He no- laid him the fuck out. <laughs> and then someone else got laid out and dragged out the party. And while they were doing that, cops were pulling up on the block oh, but not for us okay it was just random naked white dude in just tidy whities chasing a black man with a fucking um the fucking uh with a baseball bat like a metal bat right in and front he of the was, house and he's like i'm going to kill you <laughs> yeah Woo! cops uh-huh. pull up right in front of the house so there's 120 people in had nothing to do with this 
cops pull up and I'm, I'm like oh my god everybody better shut the fuck yeah, up yeah right? so i was outside just checking on security and because someone got laid out i was just checking the scene i'm like everything okay and my security guard like the other i hired for security was like yeah it seems like everything's good like you know it doesn't seem like anything's gonna happen they took him out of the area i was like word valid that's good we're good then just as we're like it's good it's good we see white boy pull up naked and tidy wise to steal bat chasing a black man yeah, and hi hi nice to meet you emma mario um so Fucking white boy just pulls up with a steel bat to chase this black kid, and cops pull up from both sides, Woo! right in front of our house. I'm like, ah! I run downstairs. I run to the. I, I I basically run with the with the bodyguard. Basically, he's like pushing through the fucking crowd because there's nowhere to walk. And I get to there. I go to the DJ. I'm like, shut down. He's like, fuck off. Yeah. Then I go and I tell the rapper, that I'm like, you got to get calm this crowd because there's way too much going on. And cops quick, just pulled up. Quick, and quick. they're like, cops just pulled up? I'm like, it's not about us. Some random white boy just pulled up naked, running with the steel bat, hitting some guy. We got we to gotta calm it down. Cops are outside. I was like, shh. hundred people going, shh, shut up. I go upstairs to the second floor where all my roommates are. And I'm like, yo, cops. And they're all like stupid fucked up. And they're like, cops. <laughs> I'm like, yo, they're not here for us. Yeah. They're not here for us. My fucking roommate hiding his goodies under the couch and shit like <laughs> I'm like, they're not here for us. I promise. It's like outside. Some dude's doing some crazy shit. It has nothing to do with us. We're going to be fine. Go back outside, bro. I'm just standing out there with my bodyguard and a neighbor who, who's like, like just out there like, yeah, some crazy shit, right? Where there's like the naked white dude's just sitting down on the port on the crowd on like on the on the concrete mm-hmm. like with his hands cuffed. They're interrogating this black kid and like it's just kind of like mad tense, like six eight cups right outside the block. Like like if this was outside your house, like just like that, yeah, they're like yeah. 15 feet away, and like I'm just standing there like, bro, I hope we get away with this shit. There's like 120 people in this fucking house. <clears throat> I don't know where all. Uh, you hear a bunch of like like unsettled crowds like people start getting uncomfortable I'm like man we gotta shut those motherfuckers down I go back downstairs I'm like you guys gotta shut the fuck up I go back up right <clears throat> at one point I'm standing on my porch and I see some dude pull up on us and go yo is this where the basement show is there's literally red and blue lights in my fucking face I'm like go home go, <laughs> go home and, and homie goes homie goes um but I heard this is where uh, Q's performing uh, I kinda wanted to come through I was like yeah but and there's literally red and blue lights flashing in our faces. I was like, there's cops here. <laughs> He's like, so is it fives? I was like, it's tens. <laughs> I just took their tens and told them to go inside. <laughs> Whatever. Literally within three minutes, all we hear out of nowhere from downstairs is, fuck, 12, fuck, 12, fuck, 12. Nah, I'm like, oh my God. So I run downstairs. <laughs> nah, dude, we got way too many goodies in the house for us to just oh, <laughs> evacuate know, 120 people. So I run downstairs and I tackle through these people and I, I go Shut to the I, I go to Key. You know why Key? Cause that's his song. Uh huh. That's his song. <laughs> so I pull up on Key. And I'm like, Key, what the fuck are you doing? Why right now? And I and I, I pull up to Key and I shake his shoulders and I catch him drunk as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad, bro. I'm like, bro, you gotta control these people. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. I go run back out to the streets of New Brunswick. And then I hear, fuck, 12, fuck, 12, like louder. And I'm like, oh, my God. Somehow, for some reason, maybe because they had too much to deal with that night, maybe because they just they didn't care, they all arrest the guy, and then they slowly, one by one, get on their cars uh-huh. and drive out. And I'm like, yeah. we fucking did it. I run down, so I'm like, oh, it's lit. And it was lit again. It was a good time. But, yeah. That was that night. That, that, that sounded a little intense right Every there, Every night man. was intense because uh, there's... Yo, bro. I'll, I'll keep it a buck. If that, sh- if some shit like that happened <laughs> here, bro, 
Y'all just fucked yourself up. Get out. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no valid. You no, me? You it's fucked just too. Up right it's now. too urban here for that to happen. Like mm-hmm. you, you'll get fucked over with a fifty-person yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Two, two. Make two sure the mic's on. Make sure the mic's on. Yeah, cause like it's too urban here. That yeah, you can't fucked. get. Yeah, New Brunswick was way easier to get away with shit like that but here. You, you wanna know what's crazy? Like I threw a <laughs> show, a New Year's show, in my basement as well go figure but just because probably it was new year's that okay. they let it rock i had a whole band playing like drum set Fun. everything what's the name of the band if you don't me asking um they used to be r.i.p lo-fi's the lo-fi's uh, <laughs> one of the greatest bands one of the greatest bands <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to hear it that's all I gotta say. No, no, valid, valid. I know. I mean, I'm Crazy not. Time. It was a fun time. I'm it was. Not a politically, I'm not a politically correct, inclined person like that. I'm never here to judge. I just heard enough <laughs> to, <laughs> to know I, I, it wouldn't benefit me to go and reach out thereafter. Uh-huh. But yeah, I heard they, they made, they made a good uh, splash in, in our local area. I was interested. They in did. They, they made a good face of themselves too. Great but music. Great music. It just yeah. sucks. You just gotta learn how to work with people. Has nothing to do with moral lining. Yeah, man. And it's just that. I mean, look at the grades. Tupac. Is, has allegedly raped and John Lennon used to beat women. So yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not here to say it's justifiable. I'm not here to say word. Uh, give me some of that, but it's inevitable. Humans are flawed. But I do want to say that um, how you said you took a time when you had the epiphany and you took the time to you said subtract. Subtract myself. Yeah, I got no subtract the the toxic people. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest. You know, going now with the cancellation. Yeah. Uh, with what happened with me. Yeah. And uh, because ironically, it, that's how I heard of you. L- yeah, I know. I know. I, it wasn't. It wasn't like your successes. Or your, uh-huh. It was like that situation. And so, I'll be honest. I'm surprised that like like while all this is going on, this type of person that works with these people followed me. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Like you know, that's something I found it pretty cool. But mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> with that whole thing that happened, I'll keep it a buck, bro. With everybody reposting what was said and all that you know i would i myself was able to subtract the toxic people in my life too okay because of that yeah you feel me like 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 when i launched stocks right majority of those people never reposted it but that one mistake that i did yeah you know and so like i saw some of my closest friends like 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 q's a whole bitch you feel me but like Deep down, you don't even know what's going on. You're just, you're yeah. just, you're, you're just, just dick riding. You're you, just you know, following yeah. the bandwagon. Exactly. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And with with that, with that whole type of cancellation, I was able to subtract the the toxic people, and yeah. you know, and it helped a lot too. I mean, the way I see it is, um, people are very easy to to like dismiss or shrug off when you're doing something for yourself. That's what she told me. Yeah, one time it's, too. it's very very easy to, for people to do that and it can come from a place of not giving a shit about you. It can come from a place of just we all have short attention spans. Word, man. Like there's a lot of people doing little things whether it be like a small little business of starting or a mixtape they're releasing or a single an EP and like it's hard to remember every single thing everyone does. Like I have music friends who will be like yo did you hear my mixtape? I'm like I forgot, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's valid. So it's very easy for us to see a positive or even a neutral and be like, and then move on. When they see but the fucking negative. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, word, it, it, it could be that, you know, you have people that are down, are preying on your downfall, but more likely it tends to be the fact that people are easily able to shrug shit off when it isn't something that triggers them. Mm-hmm. So personally, the way I remember it, because I didn't know you, I didn't mm-hmm. know what you were up to, so I had no judgment of who you were before that to be like, oh, but he's a good guy, or <laughs> oh, but I know him because he passed me a blunt. Like, it's not like that. I didn't know you. Um, I remember seeing it, and 
it's I'll share I'll share reach me the marketing's cancel story just to like give yeah, you yeah, just equal it but, out, right? but the way I saw it was um I your response was poor and that's all it was everything <laughs> else like I I understand where that came Which from Which I told him too yeah. it's the way you came out Yeah it's the, it was the response and you want to you know I'm not going to speak on this <laughs> I mean basically um uh my um my CEO my CEO did some stupid shit too so it happens uh -huh. yes, I, I yeah. know cuz he's in my grade and I, and that's what I'm saying I'm not here to judge nobody on what yeah. you know But he, we're all human he, right he had, Yeah he had his cancel but that's what I'm saying look let me let me just put my yeah, part yeah. out here. Put your two put your two cents. Yeah. So check it out. If something happens, for example, if it's my brother who did something, I'm not gonna be like, that's not my brother no more. Fuck you. I'm not gonna. I'm not supporting your actions, but I'm gonna be there for you. Of course, yeah. I I was there for you, and I have that love, and I can't be and be like, oh, it never existed. It's supposed no, it's to be. There. It's supposed to be love is unconditional. You know, so like, how about if he changes in the future? He can't have a change. What he's supposed to be. Like doomed forever. Yeah. That person can't be nobody no more. You know, like yeah, that's ridiculous. To me, if if you give other people chances and rappers and all these other people who've done things, you could give another person a chance. Yeah, that's exactly the point. You know, I, I feel like the idea is this. It's um, and I always go back to this at the end of the day. People are basically reformative by the idea of it, like the idea that we need to fix things, we need to change things, we need to like improve on everything. But we use a retributive lens. Mm -hmm. to go about it so it's like oh i want betterness i want uh let's say uh rape advocacy let's say uh, less racism let's say less pedophilia let's say sexism abused rape, homophobia whatever the fuck you're your soapbox is right you want less of it and instead of tackling the questions instead of confronting individuals and having proper cooperative conversations the first thing you do is you want to damn them you want to harm them you want to make sure that their reputation gets ruined and that's not valid because then you're just doing the same shit prisons or prisons do yeah. you're doing the same shit fucking government does just instead doing the same of, shit our laws do exactly instead of helping that person out and be like yo you need to get help yeah. right instead of bringing that you're like no you're bad you know like you can't do that with people like yeah that's you the know, problem no one had like no person has a guidebook to life so they they themselves don't know what's going on they could right. be lost themselves you as a person should be like yo you you need help that's you know as a friend i'm gonna bring you over here if you're gonna be over here damning the person being like shaming them then you're just doing as worse as what other people do yeah you that's know? that's like, my thing as well that's my thing as well can't be that way i'll keep it a bug with i guess my poor response you know, just me as a person, I could tell you all, with all my friends that know me very well, mm. you feel me? I am a very comical guy. I, yeah. I'll i be honest, I don't care a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know? so that's how you came about it, yeah. Just, just you want to cancel me? All right, yo, cancel me. Everyone cancel me, please, you I feel me? It. I get it. And so, like, I just like joking around a lot. You feel me? And it, and it, the the fact that it's that I saw it got people mad. Yeah. All right, let's yeah, let's do more. You, you feel it me? You up. I I know I know where it comes <laughs> from. Everyone has like their own. Uh, let's call it not mechanisms, but more so like our own methods of uh, that's responding a six to shit. Nine. That's a six nine method. Yeah, that's, that's a six nine method. <laughs> but, Pat, that's the but, trolling method. But besides that point, um, I feel it, it's um. I got where you come from when I was when I was seeing that shit. I didn't even think you were wrong for it. I just thought like, it's it's uh it's it was poor reception to obviously upset people. You know yeah, whether or not yeah. they were even <laughs> fans or they you even owed them a dollar fifty for the for their response. Uh -huh. That's besides the point. Um, I feel like people always remember the wrongdoings of someone and how they respond. Word, yeah. If you do something wrong and the first thing you do is apologize, try to reach out, try to fix the situation, it looks better than if you like. Like make shits and giggles out of it, mm -hmm. and that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And in in the case of uh, Reach Media Marketing, um, it, it was it was a similar situation where we didn't do personally anything wrong. 
Um, I'll, I'll go about it a little bit just because, like, it's only fair if that if I'm on your platform talking yeah, about yeah, your yeah. cancel culture. Mm. So, essentially, uh, the thing that essentially happened was, um, without getting into names because this can get really bloody, uh, essentially, someone who at one point uh, worked with us was uh, harassed, sexually harassed by a working client. Not someone in reach, just a working client. And when they stopped working with us, and when we stopped working with that client, they blurred it uh, out, right? Then they came out and did mm-hmm. their little Twitter so- soapbox thing. And mm-hmm. I've always been someone who's an advocate for abuse. Like, if I may I'm ask, always, uh, from when it happened to mm-hmm. when they left, how long was that distance? Six months, maybe oh, more. Come on, man. I mean, I mean, some people come up with rape abuses, uh, rape claims like years eight later, years. right? Like, yeah, I know, I, I'm here. I'm not here to put an expiration date on when you can I say what that, you got to say. It's just, it was just. Um, it wasn't a known to us, mm. so how are we ever going to fix that? A and B, we weren't working with them anymore. If we were currently working with them, then they'd be like, "Yikes, disconnect." You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But we weren't working with them, and we weren't aware of it. So whatever. So she she released that info, and I'm like the first person to go and like promote anything that has to do with the abuse. Like I'll, I'll contact and like just like expose the motherfucker because that shit doesn't rub me right. Like I don't like rapists like that's just not valid to me at all so the first thing i did was i reached out to the person i was like hey can i promote your your story can i let your voice be heard like yeah i appreciate that so i did that and minutes upon doing that um terry reached out to me and was like yo like what the fuck's going on and i'm like that's going on go on twitter figure it out and his first response to a tweet that was subbing him without using his name nor his marketing company name was go and release a press statement basically saying that if any this person continues to at- attack his company he's going to take legal repercussions and that's not valid because you can't go to a victim of abuse and say we're going to sue you yeah. that's not okay and that's what happened with us then everyone turned that into oh He's a rape apologist. He's apologizing for the rapist. And then that became a game of telephone where now people think he's a rapist. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm a rapist. Because mm-hmm. people just talk and talk into another person's ear until telephone, the conversation yeah. has nothing telephone. to do with the real topic. No one in reach is a rapist. No one in reach was friends with the rapist. It was a business client and we stopped working with him six months yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Everything else and after And did people that, understand that? Did people... When, acknowledge when, it or when someone brings it up one-on-one yeah otherwise i have no control of who says what on the corner of okay. the street I, yeah. I don't really give a shit um honestly the way i see Literally. it the way i see it is like the way i see it is bro we're a marketing company who supports local businesses and local artists and we help small businesses from shutting down mm-hmm. i really don't care what one unemployed gen z says about me on twitter mm-hmm. like that that has nothing to do with me doesn't it doesn't fix our community doesn't help our economy so that's not really my field to focus it sucks because like someone's always going to have something to say about you but i really don't mind it uh, nothing's going to stop me doing benefits for my community yeah and that's just the end of that um but yeah no cancel culture is something that it has it has its its um purpose it's trying to be reformative but it's using retributive fucking guns so it doesn't help anything all it does is go and bully someone who made a fucking mistake and tell everyone go bully this guy because of this it's a fucking witch hunt and it's ridiculous because it's like nothing gets solved no it's not like you spamming this shit now gets them fined or makes them go to jail it just makes them look awful and doesn't let them ever come back from that like yeah so i don't know i personally um 
I I have a iffy place in my heart for cancel culture. I get where it comes from, but more so, I observe the responses. Mm. Like like yeah, okay, cancel culture. This person did that. Wow, that's crazy. I'll just sit around and see how it, it develops. But other than that, I don't. Yeah, sure. But other than that, I don't really um I don't really associate too heavily because that shit's <coughs> toxic as fuck. Yeah, well, I'll keep it a bug. You know, with you and your background, I appreciate you pulling up to this. Yeah, you know, sure. I, I do. I don't. I, yeah, I really, I, I'm not gonna lie. I thought about <coughs> it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this gonna, <coughs> this gonna further besmirch my name? And I was like, but I don't give a shit. That's good, and that's <laughs> so, yeah, good. Yeah. You don't, you know. I'm, I'm sorry, like, um, to interrupt, but like. Let me just say last thing. Look, I am a comical guy. I do, I do fuck around a lot. I do with my friends with same, with though. my new friends i tell them don't take me serious unless i'm telling you take me serious you I'm feel me facts, i'm the same but you know with this whole tl thing and now with stocks and with basically my vision i you know i have calmed down you have brands yeah. to take care of exactly i'm not trying to say that i portrayed myself as a very crazy ass guy you feel me but yeah. you know i am not i i know I can't be six nine. I can't be who I, you know. My I can't be is, the fun six nine. My thing is, um, I always this is how I see it as an event coordinator. Used to my nickname used to be Loki God of Chaos. Um, my thing is, uh, there has to be a balance between how you portray yourself as like the wild card, versus how your business e- card versus right? versus how <laughs> well you're, or how poorly you affect others. Like, it's a balance. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. Because, like, the same way that you might meet someone who gets it, who's like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, anarchy, let's fuck around, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's also going to be someone who's very sensitive. And I'm not here to call them pussy for it because some people just have anxiety issues. Some people maybe have a trigger that you, you'll set off. And yeah. Let's say someone, for example, like, stupid example, but let's say, for example, someone who got abused with a bat right mm. and then you pull around with a bat and like who wants to get fucked up the ass you know <laughs> yeah. that's all it could take for someone to be uncomfortable and that's Word not up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah i knew this girl yeah she was uncomfortable <laughs> with seafood really like if if you would bring like i remember we were in hula hands it was me my friend and her and we mm. were drinking she was a co-worker okay and we went to hula hands and there was like shrimp there and she's like she's like can you guys like is the mic on yeah, she's like, can you guys please put that away? And where they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you don't like the smell? You know, seafood. She's like, nah, like. Seafood triggers whole, me. Yeah, because she's a foster child. And her old foster parents used to throw, like, fish heads at her and, like, fo- like seafood and shit. That's sad, yeah. So she's trauma. Like, that makes her uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. if you buy her, you can't have seafood. That's upsetting. Yeah, no. And I, I, it's sad because you can't ever know what's going to set someone yeah. off. It's never That's about, crazy. like, it's never about, like, knowing if someone's going to be offended or if someone's going to be hurt. It's just more so, like. I like to pretend that any interaction with someone I don't know is a game of minefield, you know? Like, I'll, I'll be daring every now and then, but if, if I read that someone's defensive, I just don't go as hard as I used to. Um, I used to be way more offensive and way more chaotic back in the day, but now I have things to protect and I don't want to just, yeah, just smirch shit. So, yeah. Um, I was going to say that um, you were like, you were skeptical to come or not, you yeah. know, and see <laughs> if you were going to get canceled, but like... That's not my fear. In reality, like... Who's really gonna cancel you? Exactly. Are those man. people even big enough that like they don't? They're not matters? doing nothing. I'll keep it a bug, and the, you the know way, it might be wrong for me to say this, but like the people who reposted, like bro, what do you got on the plate? You yeah. feel me? You I got nothing. You're not doing anything. I call it. I call it um idle hands. Um idle, idle hands. hands? I, I I call it idle hands. Like idle, like you know, you're okay. not really doing anything. Idle hands work quick on busy bodies who do things for their discontent. And so, so they're like, fucking like selves, yes. look at someone who, who is like doing a bunch of things and then one of those eight things is wrong. And then that one thing out of the eight that is wrong makes them upset 
and then they go and blast it, but you're not doing anything with yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because, like, I, I get where it comes from, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like, what about the other things we do? Like, bro, like, we still hear backlash from that shit. We have toy drives. We give toys to children. Was it a long time ago? It was on December with NJ. That just happened? No, no, not the toy drive. The whole, the cancellation, yours. So it wasn't black and white. It was, like, um... June-ish? June of 2020? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. And it, okay. Was, it was, again, it, it was it was just a bunch of people screenshotting the shit. Nothing really changed for us. Yeah, yeah. Nothing Ooh. changed for me, too. I'll be honest, I gained some followers that day. You gained my followers. <laughs> but I that was... That I, was I, I, honestly, <laughs> I wanted to see if you crashed or burned. I wanted to see if you crashed and burned. And I was like, that's because I just dealt with him uh-huh, uh-huh. around that time. Uh-huh. So I was like, damn, we dealt with it. Now he's dealing with it. I'm going to follow him. Let's see what happens, right? Yeah. Nah, I didn't see if he care. Makes it. I didn't and care. I wasn't even as, as an op. I just, I'm just curious. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, let's see if, <laughs> if he can save his life or if that shit got bopped. And then, and then someone I think DM'd her or, or they put it on the comments saying, um, we're going to get Brian Stack and retrieve that podcast he did with him. You know, because I did one with them. And that's what they said. And I still got it on my fucking shit right over here, you know? It's so cringy. <laughs> it's so cringy. Like, just disassemble everything that we worked upon. Is, and it wasn't even you who did the thing. It was your boy or some shit, right? I'm not going to come. No, but it's just me being me. But, you know, all right, moving on from that, though. Uh, we were talking about... Um, fuck, we were talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we kind of, I kind of went on and rambled about the basement show, the basement, but I yeah. was, I was telling you about how, uh, how COVID changed the way that I interacted with people because mm-hmm. I was an event coordinator. Just to get back there real quick. Um, so basically, I, I had to, I became the person that everyone thought was gonna get COVID first. Remember I told you that? Mm-hmm. And the reason was because I had an, I had events, I had deliveries and all that shit. So I was very interactive with people, and yeah. I was also, I was, I've always, always been a big networker. Like before COVID, I would make it an average of meeting five new people a day. Yeah. And then COVID happened, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just stay home. <laughs> so my problem was when COVID started, my roommates were homebodies, like in New Brunswick. They just stayed home, watched anime, drew, smoked pot. The end. Repeat. Me, I had a marketing company to work with. I had my parents. I had a girl. And then I had events every now and then. Eventually, I started realizing events are not the way. People are being more paranoid. I got to wear a mask everywhere. So let me stop with the events. However, by the time that I was already ready to be like, all right, hey, guys, I'm going to go and live with you guys and just like not be popular and social and all that shit. My, my friends were already very paranoid about me. I remember telling them, I hit them up, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go crash out there. I'm going to live with you guys. Like, I'm going to disassociate from everything else for two or three weeks and then go on from there. And they're like, oh, well, we don't understand why you have to come out here. We don't really like how you move. And you've been, you were throwing, you've been throwing events. And uh, it was also because, if you remember, COVID came from New York. They, like, yeah, that's yeah, when it got into uh-huh, the U.S. Uh-huh. Then it came to North New Jersey. When it got to North New Jersey, everyone from, like, Central and South was so defensive about us like like and so i went down there and my roommates were mad paranoid about me even though i wasn't like i wasn't out there like that like that and so basically they were like oh if you do come because you live here and you you sign a lease we can't legally keep you out but if you do come we're gonna confiscate our plastic our, our cutlery our paper towels our toilet paper our this our this or that the third literally everything they're just gonna take everything out and hide it so that i couldn't share the, the our, my bacteria with them and they're like, why don't you just stay with the people you expose yourself with? And I read that these people, these this was my tribe for four years. Like these, this was my clique. And they told me that, and I was like, and I'm, I'm with my best friend. When I got that message, and I was like, we need to afford a new place to stay. And in four days, we made 4.3k. 
got a new place, and within a month I was living there. Oh, yeah. And ever since then, I've just been minding my own business on 23rd Street. Um, and I've just been moving different. And honestly, yo, like, now I've squashed it with a group of friends. I'm still good with them, but it was the first time that I got treated differently f- through COVID. It was like, oh, so, you know, when it was lit, when it was popping, I was the guy to go to. Like, when, it, when you were bored on a Saturday night, when you had nothing to do, when you, you wanted to steam off from finals, I was the god for it. Please, Mario, what are we doing tonight? But when COVID happened, none of y'all had my back. <laughs> when COVID happened, y'all didn't want me in the house. And it was um it was a weird thing to move there for, and ever since then I, I just don't I just don't I don't have the will to go be partying all the time mm-hmm. because it's not like something I'm trying to gamble anymore because I have people to take care of and just in general um I'm just waiting for better times. But yeah, that's me. Just excuse me real quick. Yeah, yeah. Text. yeah, go for it, please. Your name is Mario. Hi, yeah, Reach Media Marketing, the low budget artist. Um, why are you called Mario? Um, well, funny story. My father uh, had an uncle who was a war general. Not not for Nintendo. <laughs> not for Nintendo. Um, but yeah, no. I um, my name is Mario. I'm an event coordinator. Graduated from Rutgers. I said it earlier. Wait, so it was from your war war uncle? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him. I don't know him. No, it's my father's war uncle. Oh, your father's. Yeah, war I don't know uncle. the homie at all. Like I just got the name inherited to me. There's no. <laughs> okay. And also, my last name is false. False? Yeah, it's not real. Like, um, if you go into your last name and you go to Ancestry.com or you find the family crest. Like, for example, if, if your last name is Lopez, you'll find a family crest in Spain. Yeah, yeah, if you're I know. Smith, I, I yeah. saw my family crest the other day. I don't have one. So, my um, my last name is Fiallos. And it's... um, Spell it, it spell it. F-I-A-L-L-O-S. And basically, it's um, it's not a real last name. My father's last name is that. My grandfather's last name is that. But then thereafter, it wasn't that. Essentially, we had ancestors that came from Asia. My father never, never, um, never What's really. What's your uh, ethnicity? Ecuadorian. Okay. I'm Ecuadorian. So basically, my father never uh, really specified. But basically, he said that in his in their country, they had like a closed door policy. And if you really trace it around that time, it makes sense that it, it was either Japan or somewhere in in, Ch- in China. But point is, um, so they came out to Ecuador. And when they came out to Ecuador, our homies were like, all right, well, we're here in Ecuador. We have to assimilate. We have to come up with something that sounds Hispanic. They were like, uh, how about Fiallos? That sounds Hispanic, right? All right, we're running with it. But yeah, that's a funny <laughs> that's little cool, story. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, how does it... How does it feel to be a podcaster? Oh, nice question. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm only like five episodes in. We have a couple more uh, on the on the on the back burner to edit and all that. I like it. I do like it. Um, it's it's honestly like my my version of being able to socialize because I'm not really out there trying to meet with like ten different people. Um, my thing is more uh, like let me shout you out. Let me give you a time to give yourself some promo because I feel like a lot of people don't have time to shout their shit unless they put their story up. Um, I like being a podcaster. Uh, I still have to get my footing on it, honestly, because like I'm uh, I'm very I'm very social, but I'm still new to broadcasting my voice like that. Uh, I feel that. Yeah, I'm still yeah, new to that, that shit. I'm still new to it, so I I'm like I'm kind of learning the balance of it. The further the episodes go along, the less I catch myself stuttering and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm new to it, so you know I, I'm 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 humble about it. I'm not really like, looking at myself like yeah, now I'm a fucking celebrity or some shit. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoy it. Um, I I've I've been the person to get behind the sound editing and stuff. I don't know what you use, but I use FL Studio. Uh-huh. Um, I use the Edison mastering. Um, I have a 
I have like four or five microphones. We have an audio mixer. Um, if you want, if you want, what are you using for the audio stuff there? Like, is that like a device you're using to? Yeah, this is. Without boring the audience on this tech is, stuff. Uh, B, B, B E H, R I N G E R B ringer. Okay. I, I guess. Uh, is it a, is it a, an audio mixer or is it an analog? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I'll give it a bug. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll look at it later. But yeah, um, I I got behind the the audio stuff because, um, truth be told, Terry doesn't know anything about tech, so I had to get behind it. I personally like it. Um, I I'm trying to balance my my shit. Like I'm not just trying to like. like I I saw you had Spider Cuz, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but I'm trying to make it more Fuck purposeful. Fuck Batman! What happened to him? That's crazy. You just had him on. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Spider Cuz says that he says fuck Batman. Oh, they said fuck that man. Nah, I was fuck like, what? Batman, you heard? Nah, but um, uh, you <laughs> know, same fault. thing with same thing with you and Terry. Shout out Willie. Um, if you look at stocks, he uh, is one one. He was one the only person that I followed, and he's the guy that honestly helped me set everything mm. up. He's into technology, so he told me. I just told him, you know, like we we were working together, and then COVID started happening, so and then that's why he's not really here a lot. And then mm-hmm. now he's focusing on his job. You feel yeah, me? Of course, of course, they use their own so, you know, but um, yeah, he helped me a lot, and <clears throat> he went halves on this with me. He showed he he you know he sent me like these are good mics. Uh, you know, these are the wires you need, and he set everything up. And after that, you know, I do no editing. I let everything raw. Oh, you right, know, right. so unless there's an edit, the only time I did edit was it was I forgot who it was. Um, oh, it was uh, Zerpa. Uh, oh, I like him. Yeah, uh, he like pulled, him. he pulled up and he said his whole government. Oh. And, then, and then he realized, no, wait, I think no. you should edit that off. Yeah, I figured because I don't know him by his government either. I was like, yo, you know his government. Oh, yeah, word, valid. I mean, I personally, um, I don't hide my government because I'm not out there doing anything too outlandish nowadays. I am in some ways, but, like, not in any way that can implicate me by my government. My government is totally safe. I'm, I'm like, a Rutgers student. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that being said, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I... I had to edit some things out for my podcast. Sometimes we get technical difficulties because we're new to it. And like, for example, like there's like I remember one day I put the gain up way too high on one microphone, so everyone else was like, "Hi, how's it going?" And then this one guy was like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah. like, ah. no, I feel that the, the the first time I filmed at first it was gonna be um, a video podcast, mm-hmm. right? And I was using Mikey's mic, a uh, Mikey's camera, and I was really unprepared and I was rushing. You feel me? Because I just wanted to do this. Okay. And so, uh, the first episode we ever recorded it was me, Willie, Stathi, and Chris Herrera. And we had the camera there, and the you heard nothing. Oh! <laughs> you heard bro, nothing. Bro, the, okay. All right. If we're, if we're exposing ourselves like that, the first time, the one with NJ, Chris, and um, um, Diego, I don't know if you saw my first episode. I did. That, that was I did episode, listen to that one, That was try number two, actually. Try number two? That was two? try number two. The first time, bro... Oh my god, the first time was so bad. First, one of the videographers wasn't recording. <laughs> first. Second, I set the recorder for a 30 minute limit. Okay. So after the 30 minute mark, it stopped. Yeah. And then it kept recording, but it lost the first 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So we saw that, we were like, we gotta start a go. We gotta start over. Well, let's meet next week. Okay. <laughs> and it was crazy because we had such like intense time having that conversation. You know what? Let, like, me tell you, let me tell you something like that. Look. When I started doing this, I did 13 episodes with film and everything. Cool. And this was summer of 2019. Okay. Uh, I did 13 from, it was June all the way to October. Okay. When I had them all in this 2010 computer. Okay, 2010. 
uh, I had them all stored here. You mm-hmm. feel me? So that's a lot of footage. Yeah. Uh, when it was time for for the edit, you know, I was gonna have Willie edit it. He uh, everything's here. Too big of a file. He couldn't pass it onto his hard drive. He yeah. couldn't email it. So I said, you know, since you got Apple, just connect it to the computer, and you know, it will transfer. It will, you know, it will equal. He said, okay. When he did that, they all disappeared. They're all gone into the cloud 13 episodes and i was and when i felt that i was like, what? i was i i felt heartbroken the, you tiny, feel me? the tiny shred of uh let's call it the <laughs> I, tiny shred of legitimacy you had was just <laughs> i wanted i wanted to give up like i i like ah i didn't want to do this no more but you know that's one thing that i did not want to do i already mentioned people i'm doing a podcast so i gotta fucking do it you know so i was like you know what bro just just fucking just do it you know just so i started recording and I decided, you know what, let me do, let me not do footage. Let me just do uh, audio. Just audio. And yeah, valid. I'll be honest. I did one episode with uh, Two Hundred One Cosmic. I love Cosmic. And uh, that he didn't. He thought my name was Ben. You feel me? Like he didn't know me. I didn't know him. He pulled up, and that conversation was beautiful. And I told people that was probably one of my favorite podcasts that I've done. But and, homie called you Ben. And, <laughs> and you know, on my way to go a po- do a podcast with someone. I'm looking at the footage and well, the audio and it's not there. It wasn't there. It just didn't save. It saved the file. It, said it saved everything, but it didn't save the... You heard nothing. It was lost. Yeah, what I what I usually do nowadays because I'm very paranoid is I'll record, I'll finish recording, and then immediately I'll play it back and be like... And then I'll stop it and then I'll play the middle and then I'll play the end and I'll save it and I'll save as a copy and then I'll close my shit. Because <laughs> sometimes tech can just fucking bug out, especially uh-huh. if it's not the, not the newest computer. No, I use I use GarageBand too. Oh, well, like GarageBand yeah. is nice. Yeah. I keep it very simple. I, I, I use FL Studios because uh, I'm like slowly trying to learn production. Okay. Uh, for no reason, I'm not really trying to be a rapper or anything like that. And honestly, I don't even know what I'm trying to do. I just want to like, I want to gain the skill like very well and then figure out what I want to do with it. Um, but I figured that the best way to start on that was to just learn how to use the, the app, the software uh-huh. on the podcast, and then later on get into the details of the shit. I like FL Studios a lot. It's very technical, though. It gives me a headache sometimes. Were you nervous recording your first podcast? Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, until like episode four. <laughs> until like episode that, yeah. four, I was still nervous. I'm on five. That means I just stopped being nervous. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, no, nah, dog. It, I, honestly, the thing is like... um. <laughs> it's like it's weird to re- to realize that someone's going to be just paying attention to your voice it's not uh-huh. like for example i used to be an event coordinator so i mean i still am but i don't do events like that anymore um what i used to do was i'd be the guy that pull up with the microphone and be like hey thanks for coming salutations like oh this is this is that we're gonna have so so <laughs> introducing so so and i dip right um i don't know if you know who biddy is do you know who biddy is by any no, chance I don't. okay so it's a it's a local head um but basically for her birthday uh she made me the host for it and I had to pull up and, like, basically entertain and speak a little bit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Um, I had to, like, basically just kind of, like, be a little entertaining. So I know how to speak publicly and uh-huh. I know how to talk to people. But something about, like, a microphone recording <laughs> your voice and, like, I knowing that there's that, nothing yeah. in the background, like a little <laughs> song and dance, like maybe someone laughing. The fact that it's just your crisp-ass voice in a microphone, that shit, that shit got me at first. At first, I was like, uh, salutation. Do you like how you sound, though? I've been telling them okay. I don't really, I don't really. Like, I, I ha- like, like when do you hear yourself? Do you cringe a little bit or like? I have zero ego. Not because, <laughs> okay. not because I don't think I'm cool and all that. I'm, I'm actually the opposite. I um, I'm very, 
confident in who I am as a person. I'm an artist. I'm an event coordinator. Very social. And when I was in an open relationship, I'm sorry. Yeah, you good. Gotcha. Valid. Um, <laughs> little killer intimation. But yeah, no, I'm a very confident person. Like I, I know what I'm worth. And when I was in an open relationship, I, I, I was, I was pretty fucking, I was, I was fucking loved and right. So like, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a pussy or not confident or have no self esteem. Um, but as a virtue, I practice Buddhism because I don't want to like uh, get too full of myself. Narcissism is something I worry about. Um, so in order to stop myself from being narcissistic, thing, I don't allow myself to like pat myself in the back for shit. That's like naturally cool. So in, in my in my mental, like whenever I hear something that I did, for example, my voice, I'll I'll listen to it and be like, okay, that is that sounds like passable. It's not cringy. It's not obnoxious. It's not too loud. Good to go. But I don't hear it and go, I'm the shit. I love how I said that because I already like I I have I have too much ego. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't allow myself to like. Give myself more clout. Not to me. I, it's cringing to, to hear my own voice. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, I don't allow myself to to let self-esteem be the determiner. Like if I speak on a microphone and my voice cracks, then I'll think, "Damn, my voice just cracked." <laughs> yeah, like that's. It has nothing to do with how I feel about myself. That's just my voice. Two forty-six. Two forty-six. Oh, what's one after that? Like three something. What's three something? Give me a second. Um, <laughs> you gotta go to 306. work. 306? Okay. Alright. Um, what was I gonna say? Dun, dun, dun. No, you know, I, I feel you on that. You know, It's and, just like, it's, it's like... It's pretty dope that, you're, that you've majored in psychology. Yeah, you know, that's the main thing. I, that's, I concluded, you know, as time is going by, I've noticed, like, I'm, I'm seeing myself actually grow up and mature, you know? Yeah, yeah like, it's inevitable, of it, course. Yeah, you know, and I'm actually seeing it. It's pretty dope. And, like, one thing that I told myself is, like, I, you know, I would love to go back to school, yeah. you know, and I, I want to go back to school. I would like to go back to school for psychology. Cool, go you for that. Me? And, the, you know, the, I just, I honestly love the human brain. Not the, yeah, just, I, yeah, I love the human brain. Yeah, how, how it works. It is. We were speaking about that yesterday. Personalities, you know? and philosophy, and how it contradicts itself. Humans are like, I like humans because of one reason, and it's that we are like this complicated, contradictory being with idealistic philosophies and we like to stick to them as hard as we can but at some point you fail like you're you know and there's there's a magic and a curse to it there's a magic to it because like it shows how how much even though we want to say we believe in something we can easily break out of it by something like if like let's say for example let's say you were a police officer which <laughs> i don't you don't read to me as a police officer but let's say you're a police officer and you were a, a very oh down with crime down with criminal activity but then you had a kid and that kid was a gangbanger mm -hmm. and like he killed somebody and now you're this and now you're here and you see that you catch the kid red-handed something in your personhood might want to hide the crime something in your personhood might want to like make him change his name and move to puerto rico like like you know and someone who might think this specific law all the way through can break at some point because ideals are not real they are things we hold ourselves accountable to but humans can break by things we care about it's easy to say something but then easy to break something because you care about it, it all it takes is the scenario to make it happen so i like psychology because it shows us that humans are not something that are just black and white like any other study like engineering like computer science mathematical any any education there's like a theory and like a structure to it right and same with psychology 
but that structure is never a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. With with computer science, you can code something using a language, and it will always work that way if you do the coding right. With psychology, you can go to you can go for, to school for years, learn all the fucking concepts, learn all the theories, learn all the methods, learn all the symptoms of behavioral but illness. That's not everything, right? But that's not everything exactly, and that's why I love psychology because you can go on days and days and days and studying it, but humans are so complicated and it's i i i remember yes. the first time i realized that shit first time i realized that shit no i said this all yeah. yesterday the, the 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 first time i realized it was when i was in a freshman year of college and yeah. my my um uh, my freshman roommate he was a computer science student he's a fucking genius with computers he understands computers better than humans and his fr- i remember the first time i realized it was when he said to me he's like honestly if it was up to me, I would close myself up and just be into computers. Because humans are so complicated and unnecessary and illogical. Computers are straightforward and understandable. And that's when it came to me that it's like, humans are just such an interesting topic to me because there's no such like ruling to it. You can get someone who is like the diehard ride or die. And then one situation can come along the way that breaks everything in him and he'll run the fuck out of there. And maybe he comes back and apologizes for it. Maybe he just hit, runs for the hills and never, you never see him again. And it's just unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. You could say your one thing one day, and 20 years down the line, something happens, and it's out. Yeah, word up. Yeah. Word up. All right. Want to wrap it up, or you want to keep talking? What are we doing? Like? <laughs> <laughs> got to get to work, right? But, uh, yeah, you know, I'll wrap this shit up. Mr. Mario. Hi. Mr. Mario. Thank you for pulling up. Appreciate you, homie. Shout this, out Stocks. This is this nice is fun. I I had I have a couple more questions and you know, this won't be the first time and the only time. Well, this is the first time. This won't be the last time you pull up. Yeah, you sure. You feel me? For sure. But uh, I want to ask this real quick. Go for it. Uh, acid or shrooms? Acid. Acid. By far. Okay. What's your what's, why? Real give, quick. Why? Give me one experience of so, acid. Okay, sure. We can talk about these stuff. Uh, so um, first and foremost, um. Whenever someone asks me things like, oh, what's the difference between acid and shrooms? This is like actually my soapbox. I can't believe I didn't speak about this. Let's give ourselves like 10 minutes because this is actually like my soapbox. <laughs> but um, whenever anyone asks me like, oh, what do you think, acid or shrooms? I always say this. Um, acid and shrooms are like Pepsi and Coke. You know, you could you could be a Coke fan and be like, Pepsi like, I or nah, I don't really fuck with Pepsi. I prefer Coke. Or you could be a Pepsi guy and be like, yeah, I don't really fuck with Coke. I fuck with Pepsi. It's really just a subjective appeal, honestly. And the way I've seen it is because, like, they usually hit in a certain way. Some people are subjective. Some people could take shrooms and go, ah, just lose a shit. Yeah. But the way I see it is that in an average, acid is like an exclamation point. It's like a very sharp, very, aha, I realized this about my life. And then you psychoanalyze the fuck out of yourself. While shrooms tends to be more like a question mark where it's like you're questioning things. It's like a lot of intensity, a lot of blurriness. Sometimes you're confused. Sometimes you can be religious and like just like just re- like vibrate with the universe or what the fuck you go That's by. It's like the opposite for me. I feel yeah. like that on acid. But well, like, 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 like intensity, confusion, like confusion? Okay. craziness. Okay. Like I've, I've done them both a lot. Okay. I, when I do shrooms, oh man, I'm I'm grounded to earth. Yeah, Everything everyone's is different. Just tranquil for me, like I I prefer shrooms, but I like yeah, like you said, everyone has their own. Everyone's preferences. everyone has their own subjective preferences, but yeah. the way the way I see it, I personally like um, acid much more because. I, um, well, first off, I found my identity through LSD at the beginning, and then thereafter, I learned to not just, uh, let's say, depend on a drug for things. But to me, LSD is like a, a psychoanalytical substance, and 
Shrooms is a religious experience, and they are used that way. LSD was discovered in a scientist by a science in a science lab by a scientist called Albert Hoffman in 1938. And basically, he, he saw that it was a miracle substance that could help psychoanalyze the mind in a way that you can't do soberly. Well, shrooms is like something that is used in, in like ceremonies by like like religious deities in Mazatec and like by Mexico, and it's called Mazatec mushrooms. And then in Ecuador, they're called Ecuadorians. Um, and basically, those two are examples of how they're used mostly in a spiritual setting for vibrations, for like, you know, religious ceremonies and shit like that. Things that like can like help heal in ways that isn't scientific. So personally, regardless of whether one makes you feel belligerently crazy or the other one makes you feel grounded, um, I use those two as like the, the fields that they work by because that's, that's how they were found. One's natural, the other's science lab. Um, but I personally prefer acid by far because I feel like it helps in the psychoanalysis for my case. Yeah. Um, with shrooms, I love shrooms, but uh, with shrooms, I more so feel kind of like like loopy, like wavy. Like I feel like everything's more of like a vibrancy, and I'm just kind of like, oh man, I'm really out here. I'm with, with acid, you you hand me a notepad and I'll write like three fucking pages full of crazy shit on it, and then just move on with my life. You ever had a bad trip? My thirty second was my first bad You're, trip. He counts. Yeah, I'm at eighty. I'm at eighty. <laughs> I'm at eighty seven acid trips, uh, forty two shroom trips. That's dope, bro. Eighteen M, M, eighteen MDMA trips that's and a, that's what you call seven that. DMT trips <laughs> and seven DMT trips. <laughs> yeah. Who? Good question. Okay, so that's D, incredible. So, so, seven DMT. Yeah, seven times. Wow, man. I just need to know because yeah. that, that's a drug that a lot of people want. Okay, so um, we'll talk about it real quick. So DMT um, is uh, dimethyltryptamine and then dimethyltryptamine. <laughs> and it's the, the, the drug that is theorized to be what escapes your pineal gland in moments before your death. It's what people call the uh, realization or the flashing of life before your own eyes. Uh, the idea is that um, it's the only drug that is uh, endogenously produced in the human brain. Endogen endogenously meaning that it's produced naturally. Like your, your body produces it. There's only two things in the human brain that uh, the brain sees, get create, and, and it's like, oh my God, bring this shit over one the glucose that's the food it's yeah. sugar the moment glucose is produced in your body your brain goes give me that shit the second one's dmt we don't research why dmt is so demanded by the brain but it is so dmt is made out of three elements it's oxygen hydrogen and nitrogen and they're very binding drugs uh, drugs chemicals and those chemicals are basically the what create everything in the universe plants raccoons yeah. dogs cats you like everything in the universe has dmt in it um at a different frequency so DMT is basically a drug that is theorized to either expand your brain to whatever happens in the afterlife or part of the matrix or connect you with aliens or gods, whatever the fuck you want to believe. I think more so it's just like a, it's a source code. Like your brain has it. Every, every single organism has it. So you leaking more into your body, whether it creates a hallucination where aliens come and pick you up and say, hey, yo truths of reality blah 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 or god comes back and says this is your prophet truth this is what you got to do whatever your realization is it's more so a, a, like a chemical that goes into your source code um and it's a very hard thing to practice because you have to like there's three things that affect how well you can go into dmt one is the tool the, the method you go by because dmt is a very difficult process to smoke first and foremost you um you have to heat up dmt fast enough that you can take as much as you can in 60 seconds. After 60, 60 seconds, you can't do it anymore. You, you lose tolerance. You, you get a tolerance. You can't smoke anymore. You have to smoke in 60 seconds. Second thing is you can't smoke it too slow or too fast, rather, because DMT burns faster than marijuana. It's very flammable. It's a powder. And the, t the tool you use matters. You can roll it up in a blunt. You can put it in a joint. You can put it in a bowl. But 
that burns the product. You need to burn, you need to heat it up in a way that doesn't have flame directly on it. So what you have to do is like you have to. Uh no, I'll get there. So what you have to do is you have to use a dab rig, a vaporizer, or a crack pipe because those things heat up glass and then the product heats up, not a flame directly. So then you have to heat it up in a way that the vapor's created for you to inhale. Otherwise, you can burn it any way you want, but you're gonna waste at least fifty percent to seventy percent of your product, which isn't good because it's rare and it's illegal, and uh, you're trying to make the best out of it. And then lastly, the only thing that stops you is yourself, because you can say, "Yeah, I've done this, I've done that. I take pills, I take that. I'm know what I'm doing. I, I'm I'm into drugs." But DMT is a different bull ride altogether. You can only know how you and death are going to interact when you get to the doors of death. Like, yeah. you don't have no idea otherwise. You can say, I'm ready. But when death's door pulls up right here, That's and it's right? like, here you are, you're going to die. There's survival instincts. Wow. There's, <laughs> there's, there's adrenaline. There's uh, your own hesitations. There's everything, there's the, everything. Yeah, everything. and you have to be able to be like, oh, we're death? And then just go. And it's really hard. Um, but yeah, that's DMT. <laughs> Does sound crazy, but yes, yo. Once again, that was a quick thing. I was gonna ask you something else, but I forgot. You go for it if you need to. No, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, yo, yes, yes. Last May, I I did this thing with stocks where um I had two people. They both claimed they could eat uh, a whole a whole box of White Castle, the Crave box, a thirty <laughs> a thirty piece. Okay. We both got up to fifteen. Okay. And I put that on live, and I thought about it. You know, like I would like to do things like that, and. You know, for my next event, I would love to do some type of a, uh, in not an argument, a debate. You know, it's a debate. Mm. And I found one person which I would like to have a debate with, you know, with him. And I feel like I found the other person. The other person's you. About what? You know, uh, I, you know, I had the, like, it just, I have the idea of having my ninth grade uh, teacher and you speaking. About what, the war on drugs? Uh, I haven't uploaded his podcast yet okay but um his name is padera okay and he's a really wise guy and, you know sure. and he he's a, he i had him up here because as a teacher he spoke about his past and his drug experience from he's done a lot of psychedelics and a lot of different types of drugs certainly and i don't know it'd be cool just now that i'm thinking about it and sure. i'm just saying this just so maybe i could publicize this this idea but yeah that's a, that's a good idea you know so the subject would be what drugs or whether they're good or bad i don't or? know you now now you gotta give yeah, me time to 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 describe what the debate would be but i'd be down you know, i'd be down I'm i just a, found I'm, the property <laughs> i just know that i i'm not really argumentative by nature i'm i'm willing to to discuss and like have a debate in general but i'm not like like, when it comes to discussions, I'm not trying to be right. I don't okay. really... No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but, that. you know, it's... I don't know. People mistake it. It's not about being no, right. No, 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 I know, just, I know. I'm just know? making sure you understand that. Because like, yeah, if, yeah. if, if you're putting, like, a debate down, it can very easily be about one person being right and the other person being wrong. Word up. So now, you see, now that you said this, now I got to think about it differently. Yeah, figure no, it out. I was going to say this. If, you know, you can't just blur things out like this. You got to think about uh -huh. it. That's no, a good I idea, though. Like, for example... This got to be professional and thought out well. Like, for example, like, how about if, su you said Sumo? What was mm -hmm. it? Or Padera? Padera, Padera, Padera. Or Padera? Like, how about if he has technically, like, the same views as him? Word up. And they're, <laughs> they're just <laughs> having a conversation, like, they're their like, own Word, podcast. I agree. Uh -huh. Word, I agree. Like, just having their own podcast. Word it's up. just yeah, a, a yeah. conversation rather than a debate. <laughs> Uh -huh. I mean, we, we could we just so yeah, work, work up on it, see how it goes. I mean, yeah. I, I'm down to just talk about stuff like yeah, that. Okay. It's not really wrong. It doesn't have Dope. to be a debate. 
Uh, well, yeah, Mr. Mario, Mr. Uh, Reach Media, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, at the low budget artist on Instagram. <laughs> they could find um, uh, at Reach underscore Media underscore Marketing, or they could also go and uh, go to um, uh, the Miracle Mile at the Miracle Mile. Um, yeah, everything else is irrelevant. There's a bunch of usernames. We don't go by that. Just reach me to marketing.com. Reach theapp.com if you want to check that out. Um, and the podcast, um, Miracle Mile Podcast on YouTube. Reach me to marketing's YouTube account. Cheers. <laughs> there you go. You heard it. Now you know where to fucking find them. Alrighty. Bye. Peace out.